Hey, shalom, 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 Israel. All praises to the Most High and the Son, Yahweh Shai. Thanking them for another opportunity to learn about our four ways and our byways. Everybody should be in full Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread prep mode. We should be getting all of the living out of our houses. We should be making sure that we got everything ready to go for the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It is in eight days. You got one day of the Passover, seven days of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread are two different high holy days. They're two different celebrations, but we can put them together, and that's fine. We're going to do this. We're going to read in the scriptures, Genesis 37 through Genesis 40, and we're going to build up through these next three weeks and go into the Passover. So when it's Passover time, hopefully the nation will have a good grasp and a good understanding on what the Passover is all about, what the Feast of Unleavened Bread is all about. Israel is really lacking this knowledge. Revelations 1 and 3. <clears throat> Revelations 1 and 3. Read this. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Time is at hand for us to really become Hebrews again. For us to really come into our own heritage as being an Israelite. You got the greatest resource of knowledge and heritage and history is in your Bible. It's very important that you read your Bible because you're reading about yourself. If you have Israelites, they in sin. If you got Israelites who don't want to repent and still want to carry on the traditions of Babylon in our captivity, it's because they're not reading their Bible. Every time I read my book, I get deeper into knowledge. I get deeper into my history. I get deeper into my chronological um, history, my studies, archaeological, all of that. This really takes up my whole time is when I'm thinking about this. Isaiah 34, 16. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 16. Read this. Isaiah. Chapter 34 and verse 16. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. No one of these shall fail. None shall want her mate. For my mouth it hath commanded. And his spirit it hath gathered them. It's a beautiful thing when you're reading about yourself. We've been coming up all of our lives. We've been taught that all we got off of slave ships. And then Christopher Columbus. And then Jesse Jackson and Al Snake Sharpton. That's all we know about our people. We don't know about nothing really before the slave ships. And really during after we got off the slave ships, our people don't know the atrocities and the things that we actually had to go through and what another nation has done to us. One day we're going to take these the laws of God seriously. And that day going to come when somebody get put to death. But before then, the one-third, they're going to take the initiative and they're going to really open up their Bible. Right? They're going to hang up the phone with the drama, and they're going to open up their Bible to the life. That's really how we're supposed to be living. Genesis 35 and 22. We're in the book of Genesis. 35. In verse 22. The reason why I want to get this is because you got to know the 12 tribes of Israel. I ask the congregation this a lot because it's important. You don't grow up with your mom and your daddy and you don't know your brothers and your sisters. 
We need to know all of our brothers and our sisters. Read this. Genesis chapter 35 verse 22. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bela, his father's concubine. And Israel heard it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. The sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, and Levi, and Judah, and Issachar, and Zebulon. The sons of Rachel, Joseph, Benjamin, the sons of Bela, Rachel's handmaid, Dan, and Naphtali, and the sons of Zippah, Leah's handmaid, Gad, and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob, which were born to him and petted around. That's the twelve tribes of Israel. And we got to know it, and we got to ingrain it, and we got to understand these are our brothers and sisters. We got people from Naphtali, they calling themselves Issachar, and they really from Asher. We got people from Judah calling themselves Judah, and they really from Benjamin. You got Issacharites calling themselves Issachar, and they really from Zebulon. The thing about it is, the spirit itself going to bear witness on really who we are. We're Israelite, that's the only thing that we really need at this moment. We need to be trying to keep the commandments of the Most High and the Son. And the only way to do that is to pick up your book and read it. Let's go to Genesis 37. We're starting here because this is a good starting point to know why the Israelites were led into Egypt in the first place. Genesis 37 starts with the son Joseph. Joseph was an anointed Israelite. He was an anointed brother. This brother, everywhere that he went, the Most High was with him. Just like David. Just like Samuel, just like Saul before Saul got out the spirit. You know, the Most High has his hand on certain brothers and certain sisters. But we have a hatred towards our brothers and our sisters. When we see that the Lord got their hand on somebody, we don't like that. We wish the Lord had our hands on us. Sometimes you're probably not in a position. If the Lord gave you that responsibility, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it. Let everybody fall in their lot and you just play your role as it's supposed to be. Genesis 37 and 1. Read this. Genesis chapter 37 verse 1. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger. And the land of Canaan. Which is the land of Canaan. Read. These are the generations of Jacob. These are the sons of Jacob. Read. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bela. And with the sons of Zephah. And, her fa and his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. You see this? We in the book of Genesis 37. I tell y'all this all the time, bro. You got Israelites. All they want to do is stir up the drama and the mischief. You looking at the 12 patriarchs of Israel. And what are they doing? Stirring up drama and mischief by giving an evil report to their father. That's right. These are the patriarchs of 12 tribes of Israel. That's sin. Not sure if anybody knew that. Raising false reports. Telling the story the way that you want to tell it because you want people to get on your side, that's sin. Exodus 23 and 1. We're in the book of Genesis, the 12 patriarchs of Israel. Them brothers was in sin. Giving a false report off of the chosen one. Ain't that the same thing that they did to Moses when they came and gave him the false report on the spies? Ain't that the same thing that they did with Christ gave a false report on the brother? That's right. Ain't that the same thing they did with Paul gave a false report on the brother? It happens all the time in Israel. Read this. Exodus chapter 23 verse 1. 
Thou shalt not raise a false report. What the Lord say? Thou shalt not raise a false report. Read. Put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. So we going in Genesis 37. We already see sin. Sin is heavily imprisoned in our communities simply because that we do not know the laws of Moses. It's a beautiful thing when you read it and you read it over and over again. And the more you continue to read it, you're like, damn, yeah, I know this one. Okay, come. Yeah, I know this. I know this. Then you'll be able to ingrain them in your mind. You won't really need it no more just to check up on it sometimes. Let's go back. Genesis 37 and 4. We're just building up. We need to be prepping for the Passover. Prepping for the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Our bishop tells us all the time, prep, 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 prep. It's the best advice probably I done ever got from the brother. Read this. Genesis chapter 37 verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Hold up. Now you got Jacob of Israel. He loved Joseph more than he loved all of his brethren. He didn't say that he didn't love his brethren. But sometimes, man, you got that one, you know that's going to be a star. You know you got that one that got that aura around him. Read. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was not the son of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. Made him a coat of many colors. I'm pretty sure maybe look like a rainbow, like the covenant. Read. And when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him. Oh, wait, damn, read that again. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. I tell you, man, I'm, I'm trying to show you. This is getting ready for the Passover. This is the main reason why we went into Egypt in the first place. It's because if you hate your brother, you will what? Murderer. We just went over, thou shalt not kill so a lot of that going on in Israel, and Israel don't want to stop it. They want to continue to go on forward. They don't want to move on with their life. You got to stop hating on your brothers and your sisters. These are the 12 patriarchs of Israel. They had that in their spirit. And they sold their own brother to the other nations, which is sin as well. But we're going to go to 1 John 3 and 15. This is his own brethren doing this. To Joseph, one of the sons, one of the 12 patriarchs of Israel who got a double portion in his blessing with Ephraim and Manasseh. Read this. First John chapter 3 verse 15. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Read. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So let's go back. Genesis 37 and 5. These are the things that we need to know in Israel. You got to understand. Yeah, we're going to be celebrating the Passover. Do you even know how we got to Egypt? Yeah, I know the beer and I know the, 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 the wine and I know the lamb going to be flowing. And I know that the chicken going to be hot on the grill. The coals going to be burning. But do you know anything about the Passover? Do you know anything about the feats of unleavened bread? So we're going to teach it. Read. Genesis chapter 37 verse 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream. And he told it his brother. And they hated him yet the more. They hating on this art man sound real familiar. Hating on the brother because he righteous. You remember the story of Cain and Abel? He was hating on him because he was righteous. Remember Saul was hating on David because he was righteous. That's a reoccurring thing in Israel. Nothing new under the sun. Read. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, 
this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we are binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us, or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his word. You see that? We building up on the way while we got into Egypt in the first place. Most high had to punish the nation. From the beginning. Negroes hating on one another. You think you're going to rule over me? In the kingdom, the Lord told us not to lord over the flock, man. But you always going to have a pecking order. If you go out there with them chickens, what's the first thing that they're going to do? They're going to get their pecking order. When you see the lambs and you see the sheep, first thing they're going to do, they're going to get their pecking order. You even seen a pack of dogs? You're going to have that one. And when somebody comes, he's going to be the first one to bark. And when he bark, and all the other and all the other dogs going to bark. Right. You're going to have servants. You're going to have handmaids. You're going to have officers. You're going to have captains. And you're going to have the ones that's going to be above everybody. It's always going to be a pecking order. Israel, they don't like that. Too many in, too many chiefs. Not enough Indians. Read. And he dreamed yet another dream. And told his brother and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made up faces to me. He said, Behold, the sun, which represents the nation of Israel, and the moon represents the promises of Israel. You get this in Revelation 12. And he said, and the 11 stars made obeisance to me or, or obeyed me. Why would he say 11 stars that represented his 11 other brothers? Joseph was getting a dream. He, Joseph was getting a prophecy. He was getting vision. Letting him know that he was going to raise above his brethren. And a lot of Negroes don't like that. Read. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to deep to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Numbers 12 and 6. You know, you have a lot of people that be bugged out by these dreams, man. A lot of them are. Brothers be saying, they be saying, spinning clouds. I say, man, we ain't trying to hear none of that garbage. But sometimes when you're dealing with a man of the most high, a man of the most high, when he say something and it come to pass, you better be careful with those type of brothers because those type of brothers got a lot of power. Most high do got brothers who we send visions and brothers can see things way before it happened and they speak it to existence. Some brothers have dreams and they can see things before it happened and they can speak it into existence. Our heritage has been taken away from us. So the amount of brothers that can do that in captivity, in sin, it's not a lot. But sometimes it does happen. We're going to prove it. Read this. Numbers chapter 12 verse 6. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. So sometimes it's like that. Sometimes the Most High does have anointed brothers. When they talk, you know, the people should listen. The people should take heed. But this envious and this jealous spirit that we have in Israel is unbelievable. It's to the point to where it's almost sickening. It's almost to the point to where you want to pull out your machete and go to work. That's right. Because 
This is unbelievable, but you always got to remember Romans Romans 15 and 4, you ain't got to get it. Whatsoever things was written aforetime or written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Got to remember who we are as a people. This allows you to show you how you should move, how you not should move, how you should talk, how you not should talk. This is really like an analytical system that we got to use and we got it embedded in our brain so we can walk as Israelites. Genesis 37, 15. Now we read about Joseph. We read about the 12 tribes of Israel. We're reading about the dream when Joseph had to how he was going to prevail above his brethren. And this is a very key point in Genesis 37. You got to see how wicked some of these Israelites are. And I tell y'all this all the time. Everybody holier than thou when you see them on the feast days. They holier than thou when they got their fringes on. Especially on the internet, Israel is the most holy nation on the planet. That's right. But these people, these are some demons, man. And I'm sad to say that about my own people. But we read in Genesis 37. I'm going to show you how Israel been, 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 been bred to the core. Read this. Genesis chapter 37, verse 15. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. This is Joseph. Read. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. Joseph is just looking for his brethren at this time. Read. And the man said, They are departed hence. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came nearer to them, they conspired against him to slay him. Damn, you see that? What 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 Joseph do? Probably hating on him because he looked better than all of them. Probably was taller than him. Probably was faster, had had a better muscle tone than him. Probably had the anointed with the most high and his son on him. Probably every word that he speak, he spoke it. Thus says the Lord. Probably something like that. Read. They conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. See how they mock you when you speak and thus says the Lord? They speak their own words. Read. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. And we will say, Some evil beasts have devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. You see what the Israelites did ever since the jump? Conspired to slay their own brother, then they was going to lie about slaying him. I've seen this happen many of times with many of Israelites. You ask them about a report, and they will look you in your eye, and they will lie to you. Even when you know the truth, this has been embedded in us since the beginning. Either you in the darkness or you in the light. You can't, there, there, there is no gray area. You got to choose one. And Israel got a tough time choosing what they want to do. They don't know if they want to be an Israelite or they don't know if they want to go back in the world. And that's for two, and, and the only people that think like that are the two thirds. But I'm going to show you what type of men these men was. Proverbs 6 and 34. Most I say, having an ill will towards your brother, man, that that's 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 sin. And that sin is punishable by punishable by death. This is a proverb, you know, one of the first proverbs that I learned. Read this. Proverbs chapter six, verse thirty-four. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Why you think his brothers wanted to kill him? They were hating on him low key. Seventeen, probably was six, six. Probably had it going on. Read. 
Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. You see what they did? You see what happens to you when that spirit comes on to you like that? That spirit can destroy you mentally, spiritually, and physically. And a lot of times if you got that spirit on you, you're going to dwell with the same people that got that spirit on them as well. And the end thereof is destruction and death. And same thing that happened to the Israelites. Let's go back. We read about the 12 tribes of Israel. We're reading about Joseph, Joseph and his dreams. After Joseph in his dreams told his brethren and told his father. After his brethren already gave the evil report on them, his brethren is now conspiring to kill him. This is Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, uh, and Benjamin. Conspiring to kill their brother. This is the reason why we even got to have a Passover in the first place. If there was none of this, there would, there, there, there would not be no Egypt. We was in sin from the beginning. Genesis 37, 26. Genesis chapter 37, verse 26. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? See how Judah is? Judah like, uh, hold up, man. What, what, what profit is it if we really kill it and we conceal his blood? Ain't that sin? Read. Come and let us sell him to the Israelites. Hold, hold up, hold up, wait. What his brother said? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. You got your own brother man trying to sell your own brother, your little brother at that, to another nation of people. If we was in that power in Babylon, you would have a lot of that going on. Read. And let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother in our flesh. And his brethren were content. See, Judah, Judah kind of... You know, a lot of us, man, we 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 rep that Judah, you know, proudly. Y'all better read about Judah. Judah had problems. Judah had problems, and we be saying that Judah and stuff, but you better read about who Judah really was, and you better get your mind right if you really want to be uh, from the tribe of Judah. Read. Then they're passed by the Midianites. Merchant men. You say then they're passed by Midianites, merchant men. You know when when I was doing the class on um, on uh, Moses, uh, not with the Ethiopian. Uh, it says that Moses' father-in-law uh, came from the land of Midian, right? So then you in Genesis thirty-seven, you got Midianites being synonymous with with Ishmaelites. A lot of the times when you're reading in the scriptures, if it's a Midianites and stuff like that, that's really not a nation. That's an area. And then you can have different nations living in those areas. Just want to point that out. Read. Then there passed by Midianites, merchant men. Which were uh, Ishmaelites. Read. And they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit. So Joseph's brothers put him into a pit to hide him or really to sell him. Deceitful brothers. Read. And sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites. They did what? And sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites. His own brothers. For how much? Read. For 20 pieces of silver. Man, I'll be saved, bro. 20 pieces of silver? For real, bro? You at least got to sell me for like 2,000 acres of land, Ock. 20 pieces of silver. Next time I see you, bro, we got to fight. Real talk. 
<laughs> For real. But that's a sin. You can't sell your brother to another nation. Leviticus 25 and 39. Now you can sell one of your brothers to another uh to another Israelite to be a handmaid or to be a hired servant, not a bondmaid, but selling to another nation, that's blasphemy. Read this. Leviticus chapter 25, verse 39. And if thy brother that dwelleth by thee be waxen poor and be sold unto thee. And be sold unto thee. If your brother be sold unto you by another Israelite. Read. Thou shalt not compel him to serve as a bond servant. He cannot be a slave. In Israel, your own brother cannot be a slave. You can sell him. So if he's under a contract for me and another one of my brothers want to get him for some carpenter work and he wants to buy out the contract that he has me on, I can buy him out and now he can go work for another company. You do it all the time in your regular life. Just don't realize it. Read. But as a hired servant. But as a hired servant, not as a slave. Read. And as a sojourner, he shall be with thee. And shall serve thee until the year of Jubilee. Which is seven years. Read. And then shall he depart from thee, both he and his children with him, and shall return unto his own family, and unto the possession of his fathers shall he return. For they are my servants, which I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as bondmen. So what did the what did the um eleven brothers do to Joseph? They sold him as a what? They sold him as a bondman. Let's see. That's why we was in Egypt. It, it, it was all kind of wickedness going on within the 12 tribes, within the, within the patriarchs. They was going off. Right? Read. Thou shalt not rule over him with rigor. Hold up, he said what? Thou shalt not rule over him with rigor. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't lord over the flock. That's the law. Read. But shall fear thy God. Read on. Both thy bondmen and thy bondmaids. Your bondmen or your bondmaid, read. Which thou shalt have. Which we shall have, read. Shall be of the heathen that are round about thee. So our slaves are going to be heathens. That's law, read. Of them shall ye buy bondmen and bondmaids. Of them shall ye buy bondmen and bondmaids and slaves, read. Moreover, of the children of the strangers that do sojourn among you. Which is Israelites, read. Of them shall ye buy and of their families that are with you, which they begot in your land, and they shall be your possession. Read on. And ye shall take them as an inheritance for your children after you, to inherit them for a possession. They shall be your bond men forever. These are the other nations. Read. But over your brethren, the children of Israel, over your, over your kinfolk, read. You shall not rule one over another with rigor. You can't do that. That's sin, man. And doing it to an anointed brother. The scriptures say, what you sowed is what you're going to reap. And them brothers, they reaped, uh, they reaped it. Let's go back. Genesis 37, 29. You know, sometimes it's good to do this, man, because you, you got to understand these are children that you're dealing with. You're dealing with children. Sometimes you got to talk to a child like they are a child so a child can listen. It's the same concept with the children of Israel. Genesis 37, 29. Now, we just read Joseph had the dream that he was going to rule over his brother, and his brother was hating on Joseph, threw him in the pit. Now, we're reading about his own brother and selling him to the Ishmaelites. Read. Genesis 
chapter 37, verse 29. And Reuben returned into the pit. Reuben returned into the pit where his brother said, put him read. And behold, Joseph was not in the pit. And he rent his clothes. So when they came back to go look for his brothers, the deal was already made. Read. And he returned unto his brother and said, The child is not. And I, whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Now, no, now, whether it be thy son's coat or no. I'm telling you, Israel... As a nation is a bunch of liars, man. I'm telling you the truth. They're just a bunch of liars. Like, come on, bro. Why would you even do something like that? Why would you go and take your brother jacket and dip it in some blood that was on a goat to go tell your daddy that your brother got killed when you sold him? Why would you do that? But the first response to Israel is to lie, bro. It's like that. They just got lie. That's why the Most High called us gang-saying children. That's who we are as a people. Read. And he knew it and said, it is my son's coat. This is Jacob. Read. And evil beasts have devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Read. And the Midianites sold him into the Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, and captain of the guard. So sold his brother for hating on his own brother. <laughs> Lied to their daddy about the brother died. Ishmaelites picked him up and sold him to one of the highest ranking officers in Egypt. Don't they, and that's crazy. You see how the most high work? Even when somebody hating on you, even when somebody putting you down, even when somebody talking bad about you, even when somebody trying to put you under the bus, if you a man of the most high, the most high always got favor on your side. You ain't never got to worry about nothing. Let the most high do the work. And the most high going to always work out the things if you're righteous. Sometimes righteous people that go through things just to come out on the other end to get the reward that they'll never even think of. But Israel's too busy trying to do everything they sell, man. They don't believe in the God that they go in the seven congregations and feasts of tabernacles and Passovers and Day of Atonements and Feasts of Purim. Israel, they don't even believe in their God, bro. They do it because other people do it. You got the proof right here. These people, these Israelites, back then, they was way closer to the Most High than where we are. Way closer to him. And they were stealing wickedness back then. So what you think we doing? Right? This is the reason why we getting into the wilderness for the Passover to even happen. Psalms 43 and 1. You're reading about your brother Joseph. Most High had a lot of favor on that brother. Set that brother up in a high-ranking place, even in captivity. Set him up. And that's very unjust for what brothers can do to other brothers. You think they won't do it today? You've got to be out your mind. Read this. Psalms chapter 43, verse 1. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. 
Oh, deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. Deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. There's a lot of deceitful and unjust brothers with the fringes on. And sisters. Deceitful and unjust. These are the prayers you can pray to deliver you from that. Get you away from it. Get your mind off of it. You know, I got things I, I don't even deal with it no more because I'm, 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 I'm over it. Right? And these are high level sins that the Israelites have committed for their brother to be sold into the Egyptians, to the Ishmaelites, and the Ishmaelites to sell their brother to the Egyptians. Proverbs 6 and 16. This is the reason why we went into Egypt in the first place. But the Most High always got his beautiful story. Without this, there would be no Feast of Unleavened Bread and Passover. That's right. So everything always happened for a reason. Read this. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 16. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. And heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, a false witness that speak of lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. You got your Israelites, twelve patriarchs, committing sins that God hate. That should always put things in perspective of who we are as a nation. We be walking around here like be holier than thou, bro, and be all say, you know. Israel got their spirit. It's like it's, it's, it's like a what I'm seeing on the Israelites is Israel still got a Christianity spirit as a nation because when we was in the Christianity church, everybody walked around holier than thou, right? Y'all remember that? Everybody was saved and sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ. Everybody was until they hopped back in that car, and then the real deal started going down. That's how we are as a nation. With the fringes on. It's very few of us taking this lifestyle serious. And it's growing. Because the time of the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. So the, 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 the people who are taking this lifestyle seriously. It's growing. It's getting bigger. But the people who are not taking this lifestyle seriously. It's growing. And it's getting bigger. It's really the war between the one thirds and the two thirds. Right. It's really what the Passover and everything is about. You know, really, that's what us being in the wilderness is all about. It was about the war from generation to generation. That's really what it was. You had one generation who didn't care about the Most High, and they didn't get to make it to the Promised Land. That next generation that the that the Lord rose up with Joshua, them was the ones that made it. Now you had some of the past generation that make it in with Joshua, and you had some of Joshua's generation generation who didn't make it in with Moses. But it's all about the one-third versus the two-third. We got to remember that. Hopefully, it'll make us take this lifestyle way more seriously. Ain't it fun to know about yourself? When you can walk around and be like, uh-uh, you remind me of so-and-so in the scriptures. You remind me of so-and-so in the scriptures. It's a beautiful thing when you can think on that level. Genesis 39 and 1. Genesis 39. Now, Joseph has already been sold to the Egyptians out of the hand of the Ishmaelites so we read about the 12 tribes, we read about the deceitfulness of Joseph's brothers wanting to kill him conspiring against him lying on him, 
giving false reports to their father and all kind of wickedness, all kind of sin. Judah, he trying to like mask a lie in with the truth, trying to like be good and be bad at the same time, full of sin, full of wickedness. Now we in Genesis 39, Joseph is already has been captured or sold to the Egyptians. Let's see what happened to Joseph. Read this. Genesis chapter 39 verse 1. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and brought a foreign. An officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph. Cola, what? And the Lord was with Joseph. He said the Most High was with his brother. So a lot of my brothers, I can see that the Most High is with them. And you just leave them alone. You just let them do what they do. Because they're going to always be there when you need them. And they're going to always get the job done. That's a man of the most high. Read. And he was a prosperous man. He was a what? And he was a prosperous man. Trying to get the people to get out of this mindset that, bro, you can be prosperous in your captivity. We have plenty of examples in the scriptures to where it's like that. Now, when we think prosperous, we thinking you know, a bunch of green dollar bills. Nah, it's just the man had his mind right. The man had his house in order. But the man had, he was prosperous in his wealth too. Read. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Now you got an Egyptian looking at a Hebrew man. Like, damn, everything that the brother can do this, the brother can do that. He can do this, he can do that. That's just a man that has an anointing over him, like David. Read. And Joseph found grace in his sight. Joseph even found grace in the sight of his enemies. Read. And he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had to put into his hand. Look at what the Most High did to a good, righteous brother, even if his captivity put him ahead of everybody, even of another nations. Even in his slavery. Let us show you. If you just let the Most High do the work, let all the garbage be garbage. You continue to have boots on the ground. We're going to continue to do this work because we got a lot of work to be done. You got to worry about what the most high God for your life, not yourself. Read. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Hold up. What the Lord do? The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The most high blessed the Egyptian's house because Joseph was in there. That's a real man of the most high. Anointing. Read. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. This is the this is Pharaoh leaving all that he had in Joseph's hand. No, this is uh this is the captain, Shalaki. It's not Pharaoh yet. This is the captain. The captain is leaving everything in Joseph's hand. Now they know Joseph is a Hebrew. They know. And they know they're Egyptians. They know. But it's like I say, when you anointed, your footsteps are already ordered. Read. And he knew not all he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Joseph was a handsome brother, and he was well favored by the people. Sometimes it can be like that, man, even in your captivity. If you got that anointing on you, Psalms 37, 23. This is the reason why we even got into Egypt in the first place. Because Israel is a gang saying people. 
Trust in the Most High with all your heart. Stop leaning on your own understanding. Keep the commandments. Read this. Psalms chapter 37 verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Read. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Trust in the Most High. Genesis 39 and 7. Let's go back. Through the evil and through the deceit. Through the lies, through the evil report of his brethren. Selling his brother to another nation. Got him number one head huncho in charge. <laughs> Think about that. Number one head huncho in charge because the Negroes hating on you. It happens all the time. Genesis 39 and 7. Read this. Genesis chapter 39 verse 7. This is a, this, this, this is a key point. That we all got to be, especially men of the Most High. Y'all remember last class about the loyal women of Israel, right? How Esther was married to Xerxes. And Esther held it down for her nation. She did what she was supposed to do, always looking out for her people. But most importantly, she did what? Kept the commandments of the Most High and His Son through Mordecai. Okay? Now we're going to flip the script. We're going to get a brother. That's going to do the same thing. Read on. Genesis chapter 39 verse 7. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, lie with me. See that? Tell y'all about these sisters, bro. These sisters, man. You think you running game up? Nah, bro. See, the sisters are way better because they got, because you know what I'm saying? They got hips. And they got that smile. And they got the aura that anything that they say is gold. You better have your eyes out on these sisters, man. That's right. D, I'm telling you. Read. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wotteth not what is with me in the house. And he hath committed all that he had to my hand. There is no greater in this house than I. You see what he's telling her? He say, look, you married to my master. Your master gave me everything in his house. You see how first, how, how he dealing with her at first? He like, nah, leave me alone. You're my master's wife. But let's see what type of man he was. Really why he said that. Read. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither have he kept back anything from me but thee. Because thou art, art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And do what? And sin against God. See where his mind was at? His mind was always on the most high and his son, even in being an Egyptian. Joseph was basically an Egyptian at this moment. Just like how y'all, all y'all African Americans, Latin Americans, Mexicans and all that stuff. Joseph was an Egyptian at this point. But he was still an Israelite. He's like, I'm not about to sleep with another man's wife. That's sin. That's wickedness. Jump down to verse 12. Verse 12. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. She pursuing the brother, man. She pursuing him. Texting him at 2 a.m. You up? <laughs> yeah. Read. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. She pulling on his garment. He had to take away the garment and run away from his sister. Read. And it came to pass, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand, and was fled forth, 
that she called unto the man of her house and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in an Hebrew unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. Jump down to verse 16. Verse 16. And she laid up his garment by her until his Lord came home. And she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant, which thou hast brought unto us, came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. Read. And it came to pass, when his master heard the words of his wife, which he spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. Why everybody always lying on Joseph? Why is it like that? Why, uh, you know, I, I always ask myself, why do the most righteous men always get persecuted? That's right. But keeping the commandments, Job got persecuted, Philistines, right? We already know Christ was persecuted. Joseph is getting persecuted. Paul is getting persecuted. Evil reports lying on the brother. Why is it always like that? <laughs> Man. Let me tell you something about these women, brother. Give me Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 9, verse 8. Most I say, stay away from these, stay away from these sisters, man. These sisters don't got their mind right. And this was a sister from another nation, but it's 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 you know, we just had the class that I should not commit adultery. We played the whore with many nations, so we have taken on their characteristics, and we've taken on their way of lifestyle. Read this. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 9, verse 8. Turn away thine eye from a beautiful woman, and look not upon another's beauty. For many have been deceived by the beauty of a woman. Hold up, hold up, man. Hold up, man. Hey. That face don't mean nothing, Ock. That body don't mean nothing, Ock. You say many have been deceived because the sister looked good. Been deceived. Find me that uh, uh, uh nah, uh, don't be a menace. Um, in the, in the South Central, drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, USPS scene. Uh, what 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 she turned into the uh exorcist. I need that real quick, bro. Say many have been deceived by the beauty of a woman. Been deceived. Read. For many have been deceived by the beauty of a woman. For her, her, for her whip, love is kindled as a fire. With love, with that passion, Negroes get burned. Read. Sit not at all with another man's wife. Hold up. What? Sit not at all with another man's wife. Joseph keeping the commandments of God. Read. Nor sit down with her in thine arms. And spend not thy money with her at the wine. Lest thy desire. No, lest, lest thine heart incline unto her. And so through thy desire thou fall unto destruction. Let me get this video real quick, man. I think they're cussing in it, man. Turn it down a little bit. I just want to see it turn into the exorcist real quick. Go ahead, play it.
See, I don't want you to think I'm a freak or nothing like that because I usually don't even go home with guys when I first meet them. Oh, mm -hmm. But I just feel so comfortable with you. <laughs> and, hey, and that's good, girl. <laughs> Whenever you with me, mm -hmm. I want you to just relax and be yourself. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. You are so nasty. Okay, good hand. You sure? Come on. Okay. Let's get it on. <laughs> hey, hey, when you read, when you read Genesis thirty nine, I'm pretty sure that's what the captain wife turned into, man. She turned, she probably turned into one of that. <laughs> y'all better have your eyes up. I'm just showing you righteous men of the Most High. Let's go back, Genesis thirty nine. <laughs> Genesis 39 verse 20 man Oh my goodness This is the reason why we gotta have a Passover In the first place This is the reason why we gotta have a feast of unleavened bread In the first place The unleavened bread is about casting off your sin Same thing about Christ was like Cast off the leaven that's among you can't put new wine in old bottles. It's about casting off the sin. Israel had a lot of sin on us before even making the way into the Egypt. Read this. Genesis chapter 39 verse 20. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. You see what a lie do to somebody? The brother Joseph got put in prison for no reason. First, the brother got put into a pit because his own brothers was hating on him. That's sin. Selling them to another nation. That's sin. Lying to their daddy about it. That's sin. Giving a false report. That's sin. Y'all see the wickedness of the 12 tribes of Israel from the jump. That's how we are in our nature. But because the sister lied on the brother, the brother got put in prison. Read. But the Lord was with Joseph. Hold up, hold up. What happened? But the Lord was with Joseph. Why are you tripping, man? Don't be tripping about nothing. You know you're keeping the commandments, right? So just shield. But the Lord was with Joseph. Read. And showed him mercy. He what? And showed him mercy. He showed him mercy even in the pen. Can't believe that? Read. And gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Even the sight of even the keeper of the prison. And love for Joseph. Read. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. Gave him everybody under the prison. Gave him, he said, you ruling it now. That's being anointed. Read. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Let's go to Genesis 40 and 1. Keep reading. And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended the Lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was rough against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers. And he put them in the ward in the house of the captain of the guard into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. Give me Proverbs 3 and 5. This is the reason why. 
Let the most high do the work. Somebody being evil towards you, doing wickedness towards you, I promise you, it's going to be one day. You're going to get that report. Say, man, so-and-so, so-and-so. And all you're going to say is, come. You're not going to hear that report for somebody righteous. Read this. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thy own understanding. Read. In all thy ways acknowledge him. All your ways acknowledge the most high. Read. And he shall direct thy path. And he gonna lead your path like we read in Psalms 37. Steps of a righteous man are already ordered. Trust in the most high. Let's go back. Genesis 40 and 5. We read about the 12 tribes of Israel. We reading about the brother Joseph. How he was the second youngest out of the 12 tribes of Israel to be born. We read how Joseph was the most favorite Israelite was born because he was born in Jacob's old age. We read about how the deceit and the lies and the envy that the 11 other brothers had in cahoots against Joseph because of his dreams, saying how he was going to rule over them, how he was going to have dominion over the Israelites. We read about the sin that the Israelites were in committing. And we're reading about how Joseph was sold into the hand of the Ishmaelites and they sold him into the hand of the Egyptians. We read how Joseph was put in high power in the captain's house. We read about how Joseph stayed committed to the Most High when the captain's wife tried to sleep with him and she lied on him and cast him into the prison. That's where we are now. Read on. Genesis chapter 40 verse 5. And they dreamed they dreamed both of them. Each man is dreaming one night. Each man according to the interpretation of his dream. The butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in prison. You know how Joseph is with these dreams? Joseph is just like the prophet Daniel. When you read about the prophet Daniel, Daniel had to do the same thing to Nebuchadnezzar and had to interpret his dreams. That's how he got his power. But you got the chief butler and you got the cook doing the same thing back into the prison. Jump down to verse 13. If y'all want the rest of the story... Got to go back and read it yourself. Jump down to verse 13. Verse 13. Yet within three days. This is uh, Joseph giving the butler his interpretation of his dream. Read. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thine head and restore thee unto thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand. After the former matter when thou wast his butler. But think on me when it shall be well with thee. And shoot kindness, I pray thee, unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of his house. See, you know, you always gotta, I do this for you if you do this for me. Hey, it is what it is. Read. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. Out of the land of what? Out of the land of the Hebrews. Which is the land of Canaan. Read. And here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. He's telling them, man, I, I don't know what it is, but people keep persecuting me for being righteous. Read. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good. When he seen that the message was good, read. He said unto Joseph, I also was in my dream. And behold, I had three white baskets on my head. Read. And in the uttermost basket, there was of all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. And Joseph answered and said, This is the interpretation thereof. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee, and shall hang thee on a tree, and the birds shall eat thy flesh from off thee. One brother got a good report, the other brother didn't get a good report. Damn. 
Somebody, I have a bad dream and I go and somebody try to interpret it. They're going to tell me I'm going to get hanged in three days. Nah, I got to kill you, bro. What you want? <laughs> but this brother was a man of the most high. Keep reading. And it came to pass the third day. On the third day when Joseph said about his prophecy. And that third day is really going into something else. But I just want to get, the, I just want to make Israel lead him in to the Passover so we can have a good understanding. But that third day is very symbolic. Read. Which was Pharaoh's birthday that he made a feast unto all his servants. And he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he, re and he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again. And he gave the cup unto Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forget him. Damn. Didn't even remember the deal. So now we're reading about Joseph. The other, the other 11 brothers are still in Canaan. Remember they sold this brother. Now we read this. This is really Joseph you're reading about. This is the brother that was sold to the Midianites or the Ishmaelites. Joseph still putting in work in prison. Proverbs twenty and twenty two. You know, because sometimes, man, you might be going through a tough season. It might be two seasons in a row where you're taking L's. Two seasons. Might be a whole year where you're taking L's. Men and women of the Most High know how to wait on the Most High. You got to wait on them. Read this. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. Say not thou, I will recompense evil. See, Joseph could have easily recompensed evil on his brothers. Read. But wait on the Lord. But do it. But wait on the Lord. Read. And he shall save thee. Say it, man. Wait on the most high. Stop trying to do things on your own power. Right? You know, in Israel, a lot of brothers, they get upset about not having rank. The brothers, they desire rank more than they desire making it to the kingdom. Big We've had brothers leave this congregation because they didn't get the rank that they feel like that they deserve. And I, and I know we're not the only school. I'm pretty sure it's happened in every school. But how come brothers don't want to wait on the Lord? That's right. Why not? It might not be your time. All you got to do is go to the book of First Kings and Second Kings and read about all of the kings that got their power and it wasn't their time. Lord destroy Same thing going on with the sisters. Why we can't wait on the most high? We've been bamboozled with this time concept. You know, 2 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 2019, 2017. Oh, I got 30 years old, 40 years old. I got to do this before I'm 40. I got to do this before I'm 50. Oh, I'm running out of time. That's garbage. That's Esau. Why we can't, con why we can't get the concept of waiting on God? You know, I tell y'all, I say, we've we, 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 we been bamboozled. When the last time that y'all ever had a five-year goal and worked towards that goal for five years every day? A lot of us can't even, a lot of us can't even, you know what I'm saying, do regular things for 30 days. Better yet, five years, 10 years. That's how you build generational wealth. You got you to gotta have a plan for a longer period of times. 
we getting better with our short-term goals, but we got to start planning these long-term goals, and we got to hold ourselves accountable as a nation to get there. But let's go back. Genesis 41 and 1. Genesis 41 and 1. We almost out. Read this. Genesis chapter 41 verse 1. And it came to pass at the end of two full years. Oh, wait, wait. Brother got thrown in prison for two years for keeping it real. For keeping it a hundred. Got put in prison for two years. Read. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed. And behold, he stood by the river. Pharaoh had a dream now. Joseph had a dream. The butler and the cook and the chef had a dream. Ain't it funny how the most high work? So what you think Joseph did with this dream? Jump down to verse 8. Verse 8. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream. But there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in ward and captain of God's house, both men and the chief baker. Jump down to verse 12. Verse 12. And there was there with us a young man. And Hebrew, Joseph, read, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man according to his dream, he did interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored unto my office. In him he hanged. All you got to do is trust in the most high. He'll work it out for you. It might not be this year. Might be 2020. Jump down to verse 15. Verse 15. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee, that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. Thou shalt give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Hold up, read that again. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. Joseph is letting him know, It's not me that's doing this. Read. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. He said the most high going to do it. We got to be selfless as a nation. Jump down to verse 25. Verse 25. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. God have shewed Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good kin are seven years. And the seven good ears are seven years. The dream is one. And the seven thin and ill-favored kin that came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty ears blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do, he showed unto Pharaoh. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. And there shall arise after them seven years of famine. And all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine shall consume the land. This is coming to America. Faster than what you believe. Esau is fattening, fattening us up at the moment. Y'all seen gas prices? I filled up today at 177. Hmm. A 20, a 20, 
piece chicken is worth more today than a barrel of oil. I'm going to say that again. A 20-piece chicken, Rudy's, Williams, Church's, wherever you like to get the bird from, Henderson's, <laughs> right, is worth more today than a barrel of oil. This place going dry. And he saw fattening us up. But he said after that was seven years of famine. This is coming. Read. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following. For it shall be very grievous. Shall be what? Shall be very grievous. Very grievous. Read. And for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. And it, and it is because the thing is established by God. And God will shortly bring it to pass. Jump down to verse 37. Verse 37. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such as one as this is? A man in whom the Spirit of God is? Hold on, a man in, in who? A man in whom the Spirit of God is? This is Pharaoh. Pharaoh is an Egyptian. Pharaoh knew the God of Israel. Read. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has shewed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in thy throne will I be greater than thou. So Joseph had a dream how he was going to rule over his brethren. His brethren didn't believe him. His father rebuked him. His brethren had envy towards the brother. Sold him into the hand of the Ishmaelites. They sold him into the hand of the Egyptians. But they sold him into the captain of the house. The captain of the house of the Egyptians saw that Joseph had the spirit of the Most High on him. Made him second in command to the captain. The captain's wife wanted to sleep with the brother Joseph. The brother Joseph kept the commandments. Not like his brothers. Giving false reports. Lying. Being and seeing. Chose not to sleep with his Lord's wife because that's adultery. Second time of him being persecuted, the brother got put in prison for two years. He in prison, the Lord still had favor on him, made him basically number one in the prison house. More people came. He interpreted more dreams, doing what he's supposed to do. Then the head honcho needed his dream to be uh, revealed to him, which is Pharaoh. Two years later, after being persecuted, after being sold, now Pharaoh is number one in Egypt. I mean, Joseph is number one in Egypt. Can you believe that? Because he did what trust in the Most High. This is how Israel got into Egypt in the first place. Okay? Read verse 41. Verse 41. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. He set Joseph over everything in the land of Egypt. Wow. Jump down to verse 54. Verse 54. And the seven years of dearth began to come. Seven years of famine was coming. Just as the prophecy read. According as Joseph has said. And the dearth was in all lands. But in all the land of Egypt. There was bread. There was wheat or barley. Read. And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Cried to him for barley, wheat, flour. Read. And Pharaoh said unto all the Egyptians, 
Go unto Joseph. Go unto who? Go unto Joseph. Man, this man number one in command now. An Israelite. Read. What he said to you, do. And the famine was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn. Because that the famine was so sore in all land. Think about what the other nations were thinking when they couldn't go to Walmart no more. No more ding-dongs, no more Capri Suns. The Doritos went out of order. Think about that. But what if you was at home and you had a storehouse and you was good for two years? Then instead of having, well, you was good for five years. So out of the seven years of the famine, really two years was hard, but the five years you had it good. You could have had all seven years. Think about that, Israel. Keep reading. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt. Let's go back. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 1 and 15. And the reason why I'm going here because there's nothing new under the sun. We got to go back in the Egypt. Well, well, we are back in the Egypt, but the famine must come. And we got to have another Passover so we can get delivered out of Egypt. It has to happen again. So we got to know what happened the first time. So when we see it, we won't be shocked. Read this. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 13. Uh, nah. Verse 10, verse 9, verse 9. The thing that have been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. No new thing. We got to go through the same thing, Israel. That's right. You're going to be like Judah, lying. When that time comes, who you going to be? Genesis 42 and 1. This is the last chapter we're going to stop here. Right? Went a little over. I'll praise to the Most High at the time. This is how the Israelites even got into Egypt in the first place. And the reason why we got into Egypt, you know why? Sin. Sin. And what was the main sin? It was lying. Mischief, envy, hating, all that. Without this, there will be no Egypt. Because you know when the curses say, if you obey the curses, then you'll be blessed. If you disobey the commandments, you'll be cursed. So we are already getting cursed at the moment. Genesis 42. Read on. Genesis chapter 42. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do ye look? one upon another. And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get you down thither, and buy for us from thence, that we may live. So Joseph, read on. And not die. Jacob is thinking that his son Joseph is dead. This whole time. So you got two years that he was in prison, seven years of the plentiful in seven years. So 
it, you know, this could easily be around 15 to 20 years after he was already gone. You see what I'm saying? Just got seven and seven, 14 plus the two, which makes 16. And you know, I, I, I'll say anywhere between 15 and 20 years. Think about you, you thinking your son or your daughter being dead for 15 to 20 years, all because of a lie. Why be ready to kill somebody? Read. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob sent not with his brethren. For he said, Lest preadventure mischief befall him. Jump down to verse, te- verse 6. Verse 6. Oh, look. Yeah, verse 6. Verse 6. And Joseph was the governor over the land. Hold up. Joseph was what? And Joseph was the governor over the land. Read. And he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Y'all remember that dream when Joseph said that all of his brothers was going to bow down to him? Came to pass. You better watch who you're talking to. You better watch who you're talking crazy to. You might be talking to a man of the most high. Who got the power to speak things in the life. For real, for real. You better be careful. Read. And Joseph saw his brethren. And he knew them. But made himself stranger to them. And spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them. Whence come ye? And they said. From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren. But they knew not him. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them. And said unto them. Ye are spies. To see the nakedness of the land ye are come. He knew the prophecy, but he started treating them like dogs. How they treated him. Bow down, Negro. Read. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. Jump down to verse 15. Verse 15. Hereby ye shall be proved, but the life of Pharaoh ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. So you see what he, you see what Joseph is doing? He low-key checking on his peoples. At the same time, number one head huncho never forgot about his people. Same thing that Ruth did. Not Ruth. Same thing Esther did. Same thing Susanna did. Never got forgot about her people. Read. Send one of you and let him fetch your brother. He tell her, hey man, go send one of you. I'm really trying to see my little brother. Trying to see what he what, what he on. I'm not going to let you go unless you go get Benjamin. Read. And ye shall be kept in prison that your words may be proved whether there be any truth in you. Or else, by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And he put them all together into, into war three days. Read. And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do, and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified. And ye shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are barely guilty concerning our brother, and that we saw the anguish of his soul when we besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sit against the child, and ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them, by an interpreter. You see how you see you see how Joseph was doing his brothers? Joseph was speaking to them in Egyptian. They were speaking to them in Hebrew. He had a he had a Hebrew interpreter acting like that he didn't know what he was saying. He knew the whole time what they were talking about. But he had the love for his brother. 
He sent them off with more corn that they can have, and he sent them off with money too. Sent them off with gold. Never turned his back on his people. Israel, they turn your back on you quick in the second, don't they, bro? Think about everything that we done been through in here. How many people done just like, damn, bro, yesterday you was cool in the mud. Now today you be beefing, bro? That's right. Damn. That's how Israel is to the core. Jump down to verse 26. Verse 26. And they laddered their asses with the corn and departed thence. And as one of them opened his sack to give his ass provender in the in the end, he inspired his money. For behold, it was in his sex mouth. Jump down to verse 32. Verse 32. We be twelve brethren, sons of our father. One is not. And the youngest is the day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the country, said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye are true men. This is the twelve, this is the eleven, the ten brothers giving a report back to Jacob. Read. Leave one of your brethren with me. And take food for thy famine of our houses, households, and be gone. And bring your youngest brother unto me. Then shall I know that ye are no spies, but that ye are true men. So will I deliver you, your brother. Jump down to verse 37. Verse 37. And Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him to thee again. Read. And he said, My son shall not go down with you. For his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If mischief befell him by the way in which he go, then shall he bring down by great hairs with sorrow to the grave. So we got Joseph having a dream, interpreting the dream how he was going to be head honcho. His brothers got envy toward him. They start lying on him. They start giving false reports. They sold him to another nation. Joseph was sold into another nation. He went down into Egypt, became second in charge behind the captain. The captain's wife tried to sleep with Joseph. Joseph didn't want to commit adultery. Joseph was put into prison for two years. After Joseph was in prison for two years, Joseph had interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Joseph became number one in the land of Egypt. Joseph's dream came to pass because his brothers had to come from Canaan, had to go down to Egypt and beg for money and bow down and beg for food. This is the only reason why we got into Egypt to this day, because of sin. Because of lies. And because of deceit. We're going to pick back up on this next week around Genesis 43, and we're going to go into the Passover. We're going to go into the deliverance of Egypt. So when the Passover comes, Israel ain't going to have no excuse what they got there doing. Shalom.